welcome back to another episode of the Higher Love with Megan podcast, talking all things holistic health and mind, body, soul, healing and expansion with me, your host, Megan Cooper. In this episode, I welcome back the awesome Sarah Louise Sutton. If you've been following my podcast so far, you will recognize Sarah from episode two, Coming Out the Spiritual Closet where we talked about our journeys and experiences transitioning away from our corporate past and thinking that yoga was for weirdos and rejecting all the spiritual things to today as health and spirituality facilitators. Sarah is an intuitive life and business coach who I'm honoured to have as one of my soul family. I love deep chats with Sarah, so it is such a pleasure to record another episode bringing you all of her magic. In this episode, we explore living from soul, meaning living from our heart, living from our guidance, living from our intuition, and really finding our alignment, our own groove, our own path in life, as opposed to all of the things that have been set out for us. This all sounds really nice, but how do we do that? What does it feel like? How do we know we're on the right path? What are the stumbling blocks in the way? How do we know when we're on the right track? How do we know when we are living in fear or living in love? How do we know when something's meant for us or not meant for us? All of these questions are things that we explore in this podcast and more. We are all being asked right now to step up in our alignment, in our authenticity and in our sovereignty. So this podcast should serve as an extra invitation and give you a bit of a roadmap on how to do just that as we walk that path together. Stay tuned and enjoy. So welcome back, Sarah. I am delighted to have you here sharing your magic with us again. Ah, thank you so much for having me back. The biggest honor. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. The intention behind this podcast is obviously conveying the message of living from soul and how to take our power back in a world where we can often feel powerless. Mm. So what do you feel is happening on the planet now energetically? Because I know that it can feel a little bit chaotic and a little bit messy and we can get really easily caught up in that. What do you feel like is happening right now and what is it an invitation for us to do? Oh yeah, I feel like right now we are getting the biggest calling to all really go within ourselves for our answers or, or for our direction or with everything in life for our guidance essentially like going within for these answers versus looking outside of us whether that's other people peers or friends whatever it is I think there's a very big calling for us to start listening to ourselves start listening to our intuition to start listening to our truth and trusting that above anything else that's personally where I feel we're heading that's personally what I feel we're being asked to do in the world right now and I think that those that are really thriving are those that are doing that and those that are kind of suffering are those that are maybe struggling to go within or struggling to trust themselves I think mainly is normally the case that's a really good intro into living from soul so Mm -hmm. what does it mean for you to live from soul living from soul is like where our fulfillment and magic is so I guess we can either live from the mind or from an external point of view where we're either listening to like what we should do, what others expect from us, what we think we need to do, or like what we're told to do and really kind of going outside for our direction, for our answers, for our guidance, what our next step should be, you know, even 
think about the whole school system you know how we're brought up and how you go to school and then college and then university and then you get a job and just the way it is everything is based on other people's ideals and what other people did or what other people think we should do like it's very rare we actually question internally what we want and that's kind of what living from soul is is you start to connect to your truth you start to connect with your soul like the depth of actually who you are what you're here to do your calling here your purpose and start listening instead to your intuition and your guidance which is always there without a doubt it's always around us and it's always guiding us to our purpose I deeply believe that with every single cell in my body that our intuition our guidance is always leading us to our purpose and our fulfillment and as long as we are listening outside of us we're never going to get that kind of level of joy and fulfillment whereas when we can start to shift and listen within and to our truth and what we want and who we are and what our purpose wants us to do and our soul wants us to do that's deeply where I feel our fulfillment is and where we start to experience life differently and we start to live in our potential right like this is where we start to live as the infinite beings that we are rather than staying small in in you know the world that's been created for us Mm. so how do we start doing that because I guess for people listening to this who might be beginning to maybe question where they're going in life maybe they're wanting something slightly different from what they're experiencing right Mm. now I guess for me 10 years ago, there was this feeling inside me that I wasn't quite living the life that I wanted. And I wasn't sure what that life was because there was no other form of life that had been shown to me. There was, I didn't know what was available for me essentially, but I just felt this kind of internal tugging that it wasn't, I wasn't in in inverted commas, like the right place, you know? Um, And I guess for people listening to this and feeling the same, feeling like they are desiring something different, like they're desiring to design their life differently and really wanting to make some big shifts in their life and come to this place where they are feeling really in alignment with with themselves and their purpose and living from soul, as we're saying, how do people start to do that? Mm. Yeah. And firstly, I totally resonate with everything you just said. Like it was exactly the same for me. Like I would be walking to work and I'd be like, this is not right. (laughs) This is not where I'm meant to be. This just doesn't feel good. And firstly, if you have that feeling, listen to it. Like that is your intuition telling you that this isn't the road for you. And this isn't saying that isn't the road for everyone because there's so many people that love that. There's so many people that enjoy that. It's like we're really acknowledging that we are all so unique every single soul is a unique expression like truly and it's just first acknowledging that if you have that little feeling that's like this doesn't feel good this doesn't feel right listen to it like it's telling you something it's the niggle that you need to start paying attention to um and yeah in terms of kind of getting started gosh I would say to start start learning about yourself start to start getting your feedback from yourself so we are all given always given feedback in every single moment of whether it's people that are in front of us situations that are in front of us something that we are doing something that we are feeling the thoughts in our minds we are always getting feedback of whether we're in alignment or not and when we're in alignment with ourselves and with our soul 
we feel good. (laughs) It's that simple. When we are not, we don't feel as good. So we will feel these shifts during the day of something will light us up, something will do the opposite to us. And it's like starting to listen to this as constant feedback throughout our life. And this is how you start to learn about yourself. This is how you start to learn what your alignment is and, and yeah, deeply who and what you are on a different level. Um, and it sounds so simple and I'm very aware of that, (laughs) but I'm also so aware I've been doing this work with my clients for a few years now and just how powerful that just that is of starting to acknowledge what, what makes you feel good and what makes you feel less good. Like what decreases your vibration, let's say how powerful that is to starting to realize your alignment in life and the amount of things that we do that don't feel good that we've never questioned before, or like, you know, whether it's just certain foods that you're eating, some sort of hobbies that you're doing or certain occasions, like whatever it is, you'll start to realize, actually, I don't like this. This isn't me. I'm just doing this because it's expected or it's what everyone else does or whatever. And it's wild how the simple, simple act of starting to acknowledge how things make you feel and the feedback that's going on within you. It's amazing how much difference that starts to make of your awareness. And as soon as you're aware of something, you can start to change it. Yeah. And just, just going back to that niggling feeling and you know, I love how you described it as, as a niggling feeling. Cause it is, it's like an internal yeah. <laughs> deep, internal deep niggle. I guess for me, when, when I experienced that, and I actually think that I felt it for a, a long, long time before I really knew what to do about it. But I think that I made the niggle mean that there was something wrong with me, you know, that there was something missing from me that I that I would always feel like this and it also made me feel really despondent and really lost and I think that I witnessed that in other people where they feel out of alignment and it makes them it it brings this huge cloud to their life when actually what we're saying here is that that niggle is an invitation for you to really really step forward into alignment which is an exciting experience right um But just speaking to the, I guess, the person and the person that I was 10 years ago of feeling really out of alignment, experiencing that niggle and just feeling really, really lost, you Mm. know? So like, what would you say to somebody who is feeling lost and downhearted by that niggle as opposed to, yay, I feel the niggle and I'm about to get really into alignment, you know? (laughs) (laughs) No, totally. And you know what? I was, again, I was exactly the same and I never thought that there was another option you know, I thought that it was me. So I think really knowing that you're not stuck where you are, there are options and just know that the way that you're feeling, it's temporary. And as soon as you start to acknowledge that there is something better that, that is for you and this cloud that you're feeling isn't a permanent state, you know, it's, it's invitation to acknowledge it. It's Mm. an invitation to realize that this isn't your path and therefore you can start exploring other options. And What I've found is as soon as we start to connect with ourselves before taking any action, as in before quitting a job, before moving country, like before any drastic action, us just starting to learn about ourselves and connect more to who we are and say no to things that don't serve us, that is possible, you know, like easy little decisions and start saying yes or opening up to other possibilities. We start to feel better anyway, like that cloud starts to get thinner you know that cloud starts to fall away it's more like I really see 
that cloud, like you were saying, as being feedback that you need to start taking notice of something. Like there's something that's not right. And as soon as we start to make little steps, whether that's, you know, getting a coach or learning about yourself in another way or finding some new friends or going to a yoga class or start saying no to going out every Friday night, whatever it is for you. As soon as we start to do those little tiny steps, we will start to feel better. Like I really feel that, that we get to feel good on the journey. It's not just when we're at the destination that we feel really good. Yeah, absolutely. And I think as well, something for me of when I experienced that niggling feeling was I saw my, you know, the questions of who am I supposed to be? Like, why am I here? What's my purpose? As something that was really far away from me, something that like there was a huge gap between like where I was and where I wanted my reality to be and as if my purpose etc was something really external to me like I had to go and I had to find it like scavenge around (laughs) and find it whereas actually the reality is in some ways that we get to create that you know it's our purpose and it's our life and we get to design it and we get to put the stepping stones ahead of us and we get to put it forward like brick by brick as opposed to never finding our purpose etc you know it's like it's something that we create ourselves right yeah I love that and it's so true and in my coaching and in myself I know that you can feel purpose as soon as you start to acknowledge that we're unique that we're spiritual beings here you know we are purely infinite like there's a whole other world and that we have something here to share and we are unique as soon as we start to connect with that part of us whether or not you've found your purpose, let's say, which I personally don't believe is a job or a career, it's more of a way of being, but even just acknowledging, actually, we are this infinite being, you know, (laughs) like, and start like acknowledging our potential of the size of who we are, we start to feel we're in purpose anyway. You know, it is really about putting one foot in front of the other versus like you said, this real big destination of finding your purpose. It really is more about just starting to tap into your truth of who and what you are and when I say what I do mean in terms of a spiritual energetic being you know like not the limited versions of ourselves that so many of us think we are and I know I used to think we are and as soon as you start living in that and feeling that and connecting to that part of you each day you know in some sort of practice oh you just feel different and you instantly start to feel so much more in purpose so much more in purpose because you're starting to express and feel who you truly are. And what you're saying there is essentially coming back into alignment is coming back into alignment with our energy as opposed to with what we're just doing. It's not so much on just those external things. I mean, yes, the external things affect our energy, but it's not so much just a case of finding that one thing that I'm supposed to be doing and doing that. It's like, focusing on the person that we're becoming and focusing Mm. on that energetic vibrational shift and then all the paving stones or you know next steps kind of fall into place as a result of that energetic shift right that's kind of what I'm getting from you totally and you know I really see our purpose as we are all a unique expression we're all a unique frequency and as soon as we start to be that like you said becoming that when we start to be that and express that into the world that's when we feel in purpose as in 
how we express that there's a million different ways we could express our unique frequency you know it doesn't have to be a job we can do that in so many ways and that's personally and from what I've seen as soon as you connect with that and share that and be that that's when you feel in purpose rather than it has to be a career or it's one job because the truth is is how we express ourselves our authenticity in any moment is always going to change you know it's always going to be evolving so there isn't just one job it's just you constantly being in your authenticity and this unique essence that you are and being that person being that soul even that's when you will feel in purpose Yeah. And a question that I'm really enjoying exploring with my clients um, whenever new people come and work with me is this question of who is the person I want to become? Who is the person that I am right now? And then what are the tangible action steps or being steps that need to take place in order for me just to just to just to close that gap? You know, that's how we kind of quantum leap into becoming the person that we want to be, right? Like collapsing that space and really then allowing that to be the, like to be the energetic shift. Like I find that a really useful way of looking at it. Like who is the person that I want to become as opposed to it being very goal orientated. Like I want to achieve this. I want to do that. I want to do that. And then it becomes a bit more, it feels harder to achieve because it feels like we have way more to do but actually when we focus on who am I becoming how does that person feel how does that person navigate the world and then what are the little steps that I have to take in order to do that it feels like it's really aligned when we do that as opposed to slipping into this well I should do this and I should do that and then we slip into the things that have been put upon us and the expectations and the conditioning and all of these things Mm. does that resonate totally and like this is part of my soul manifestation method like that if we just focus on being as authentic as possible all of the little steps that get us to actually our potential and to our purpose and to our fulfillment show themselves each step of the way so exactly what you said instead of having a goal of like okay, I want to have a five million pound a year business as a goal, let's say. Instead, you're like, okay, how am I showing up? Like, what energy am I showing up in? Who am I being today? And as long as you focus on that and you're listening to your intuition and your guidance, you are given the like breadcrumbs step by step every single time, like every single time. And this is where the magic is because I don't know about you, but if I was for like, five years ago say okay Sarah where do you want to be in five years time there is no way I would have even predicted for a second I would be doing this work like I would have held myself back in in so many ways if I was making plans with my mind you know like making goals because when we make goals and we're really focused on them which would be how we get them we're not seeing the signs around us you know we've got like blinkers on and we're not seeing everything going on Whereas like the way that I teach and the way that I talk about is it's very much, you just focus on you, you focus on your energy, you focus on being present to allow guidance to come into you and intuition to come into you. And you are given the breadcrumbs one step at a time. You probably won't get a full on vision. You probably won't know where you're heading. I know I didn't, (laughs) I had no idea, but each step, it was like, you know, an achievable step. Okay. This is what I'm doing now. This is what I'm doing now. And then you kind of get somewhere and you're like, how the hell did I get here? It's like, oh yeah, I followed my intuition every single step. And I'm like, 
yeah, like I said, I couldn't have manufactured this. You know, I couldn't manufacture doing, especially the energy work and and the sort of work that I'm doing now. There was nothing in me that expected that, wanted that, felt called to that, nothing, you know, and that is what's opened up and I've never felt more in purpose. And that's truly why I think living from soul is like claiming your power back, claiming your soul back, like claiming this potential back and where we actually start living in the bigness that we actually are you know rather than setting goals for our mind that's only ever seen where we've been before where others others have been before like our mind is there to keep us safe and it only learns from what it's seen you know whereas our soul our soul knows what's going to make us happy our soul knows our purpose our soul is us like like in my opinion it's the best part to listen to (laughs) and what you're saying there it strikes me as essentially following what lights us up, right? Because I think it's difficult when we are in this place, as I was, of really feeling like I wasn't living the life that I wanted, but not knowing what the fuck was, what the fuck else there was, and not knowing what was available to me. And if someone had said to me then, oh, follow your intuition, I'd be like, well, I don't know what that is, you know? But I think what I had then was following what lights, what, what lit me up, because I was working in a job which you know, which was great, but I didn't feel lit up by, but that's when I discovered yoga and I started to feel really, really lit the fuck up by yoga. And I was also working from this place of feeling slightly broken and feeling like I needed, like I was wounded and I needed something to fix me. So I was, I I found yoga as a way to inverted commas, kind of like fix myself, but actually I was connecting back to myself and it really lit me up and age 25 I took myself off on a yoga retreat by myself with my yoga studio and I didn't know what I was doing I was like what (laughs) hang on I'm paying to go on a yoga retreat with a load of people I don't know like this is crazy but I just followed yoga like yoga lit me up so I just kept doing it and then that's what took me to do my yoga teacher training and you know then the rest just took care of itself type thing Mm. but I think in the beginning it was simply a case of just following what lit me up and that's what I do now you know something else comes into my field or a different practice like EFT for example with tapping that came into my awareness about 18 months ago and again it lit me the fuck up and I was like right this is something that I need to bring in and then I ended up doing my practitioner training and then it's now something that I work with with clients and again it's just that following the breadcrumbs of joy right like that's that is our intuition in some kind of way right yeah yeah totally and it's so funny like listening to you say that because mine was yoga that got me into it as well so like I first of all yeah started doing yoga because I was too stressed not to and (laughs) started to enjoy it um and then did oh I think I was looking for a yoga retreat and instead what came up was a yoga teacher training and my intuition was like you have to do this and it was the first time I think I experienced that the first time I had that knowing that although this made no sense to quit my exceptionally good job in fashion I had to do something so I followed that um and then I set up in spirit collective which was my apparel brand based on literally ending up (laughs) in a store and finding myself asking these questions to this guy um and then from there I got told intuitively via someone else someone gave me this message 
that I needed to be a coach they were intuitive by the way they weren't a random person in the street they <laughs> were someone <laughs> that was receiving that um and I was like okay what am I obsessed with I'm obsessed with health right now I'm obsessed with health and yoga so I did a health coaching course and I my yoga was on the side and then as I was doing that work I started becoming obsessed with like the life coaching aspect of it so that's what I followed and then I got obsessed with the business side of it so that's what I followed and then I ended up starting adding all of the energy and then I was just gone you know that was my absolute obsession and then the spiritual stuff and then all of the healing gifts started coming online and every single step it's been guidance that's come through a channel either mine or someone else's or it's been following what lights me up um and there are other ways our intuition shows up as well right like we are always so guided and whether it is how something makes us feel as in brings us joy or doesn't bring us joy but also something like energy flow you know when things when you feel like things are really flowing in a certain direction like you feel like things are really effortless when you try to do something like let's say you go to book a yoga teacher training and it's all effortless it all flows so easy you can be quite like feel quite good about the fact that this is a great sign it means like the energy is really resonating here if though you went to do something and it was just problem after problem after problem and it just wasn't working out like you can kind of see that also as a sign that there's something that's not resonating you know so there's so many ways there's also so many other ways that our intuition our guidance is always guiding us but um you know starting with how it makes you feel what lights you up what doesn't light you up is an amazing place to start for sure yeah and I love that effortless flow of things I really really believe in that things that have always been meant for me have been effortless they've just fallen into place by themselves and things that have been really really hard and that I've kind of pushed through have always ended up much more challenging the exceptions to those things being I and being um and this is (laughs) this is from your boyfriend Oliver where I messaged him ages ago when I was buying my responsibility (laughs) (laughs) when I was buying my flat and god oh my god there was so many challenges and things that came up along the way and I remember texting him being like do you think that this is just not meant to happen because I keep coming up against roadblocks with buying my flat and he was like no 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 buying a property is an exception to this rule (laughs) (laughs) he's like they're always going to be roadblocks and estate agents and stuff seem to be outside of the field of effortless flow so I think that's an exception obviously there are things in life which are challenging and there are roadblocks but generally speaking as a rule I would say that I do tend to follow that effortless flow of things (laughs) yeah totally and it's like okay is this more effortless effort than normal or is this less effort than normal you know so for example buying a house was that average or was it just particularly hell because it's probably I think what you're saying is it's pretty average for a house to be like <laughs> it's yeah. not a bad there are some things thing. that are there are some things that are just really really challenging full stop <laughs> yeah totally but the other thing I'll say that I do sometimes notice when it comes to the energy flow of things is that you know whether it's resonating or not it can be that our 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 mindset isn't resonating with that thing. And sometimes it's us that's getting in the way of something flowing, you know? So that can also come into it. But I think it's just a really good rule of thumb to kind of, and I know I stick to this above, oh my God, like literally this is one of the top ways I follow in my life is with energy flow, is that when it is just flowing and it feels effortless and it feels like you're supported by the universe, it's because you are supported by the universe. (laughs) Whereas if you feel like the universe is against you, 
kind of because it is because it's not meant for you you know I truly feel that we are supported not only by our own soul by energy but by our guides by our angels by a source to be in purpose like that is why we are here we are here to be in purpose we're here to remember and act from that place of service and be in purpose and so of course when we are on the right track we are supported and like this is what I base my business coaching on right like the main part of my business coaching is to get people in alignment because as soon as you're in alignment with your purpose and what you're doing and whether that's who you work with as a coach or what it is that you're coaching someone on as soon as you're aligned you're you're way more magnetic because you're supported like because we are supported to be in purpose so it's like if you get that niggling feeling god i feel like the universe is against me yeah hi it's probably because it is <laughs> like so to speak it's never against you please know that but it's trying to encourage you to notice that there's something not in alignment you know like no one's ever against you just know that as well <laughs> but you know it's trying to get your attention it's trying to say hey you're not on the right track and I know that when I had my fashion job, it's a standing joke. So I'm like, it's the only belief I ever had was that the world was against me because anything that could ever go wrong always went wrong. And I'm aware that was a very bad belief that I had playing. But I'm also like, God, it was just also really trying to get my attention. <laughs> I wasn't on the right path. And, you know, as soon as I started following this, this path, it all felt different. And every now and then I might have a little detour and I get quickly told that's not the right way to go, come back on this path. And this is truly how I've got to where I am. And I know you know this and yourself included, like there's so many of us out here that follow this way of following our soul, following our intuition. And it's just led people to magic and their purpose and places that they could never have orchestrated with their mind. And it's magic. And what you're saying there is coming back to this mindset of curiosity and openness, because I think when things feel like they're not going to plan and when we're really, really out of alignment and our life doesn't reflect how we feel like it should be, that we're in a way that would feel much more in alignment, we can really be approaching making those changes from a place of fear, like I'm broken, my life isn't how, how I want it to, and we we, we're, we're, we're trying to answer big questions about our life from a place of lack and from a place of fear and from a place of not enoughness. But what you're saying is trying to shift back to a place of love and curiosity, like answering those big questions of like, okay, just, but just putting them out there without any expectations of necessarily answering them immediately. Like, who am I? what is my purpose? Why am I here? You know, and just, and putting them out there with curiosity, as opposed to, oh my God, I don't know the answers to these questions yet. Because answering these questions is a whole lifetime experience, right? I mean, I still have big questions over who, who am I? What is my purpose? You know, all of these things. It's like, yes, we can feel in purpose. Yes, we can really know ourselves. But these are big lifelong explorations. Like we're never done with that human, with that human experience, right? Like until the day we die. Mm -hmm. We're here within this lifetime to explore that as an ongoing question. So I think it comes back to that thing of curiosity. And I love David G meditations on Insight Timer. And he does 30 days of transformation or 60 days of transformation or 40 days of transformation. I can't remember. <laughs> and one of on, on, on day one, he just puts into the meditation, like, just ask yourself in this moment, who am I? Why am I here? 
what's my purpose? And he asked those questions in such a relaxed way. Whereas I think we can approach it from a, from a place of impatience. Like, Mm. I don't know the answer to these things and I need to know now. And it's a problem that I don't know the answers. And that creates stress within our system. And because we're coming at the situation from a place of stress, it almost pushes the answers further away. So I guess Mm. anchoring back into that place of love and curiosity was something that came up for me whilst you were talking. Yeah, I absolutely love that. I do. And um, I mentioned this before we pressed record, classic. (laughs) but uh, um, our vibrational state that we're in is also I'm not saying it's impossible to connect to your soul your intuition your purpose when you're not feeling great obviously it is because it's you (laughs) it's there all the time it's not out of bounds but what I have found is that it is way easier when we are in a higher vibrational state so when we are feeling good it's easier to feel connected to the universe it's easier to feel connected to intuition something like curiosity is just opening us up to that vibration. So these things, these answers are easier. Like you said, if you're coming from lack or fear, it feels like it pushes them away. And so again, it's like, you know, if all you did was focus on really starting to explore what lights you up, what doesn't and start to remove things that doesn't and start to add more things that do you're going to start to feel better in who you are and your vibration you're naturally going to get more answers you're naturally going to feel more connected to yourself like it does start with vibration I personally believe as well like so so seeing that as also a place to start so that you feel closer to these answers because these answers will come to you when you're ready to receive them and when you're in lack or fear and I know it's when we want the answers but that's not where they are and it's like you said you've got to be open and just focusing on who you are today and just being the best person you can be today and what you can do today that is going to lead you to all of these answers to come in the future if all you're wanting is to get those answers rather than taking ownership of how you're showing up that day or where you're at that day what you're focusing on that day you're not going to get the answers yeah absolutely and I mean it all comes back to just being in the here and now right (laughs) I'm just I'm beginning beginning each day with the question of like where's my soul leading me today or what does my heart want to say to me today or because we are and and staying openly curious you know Mm. like I find for me that I go in such waves of even what what spiritual practice is speaking to me most you know every week or every month like I have got so many of my fingers and so many different spiritual pies, you know, like there are so many different things that I practice, like meditation, visualization, embodiment practices, breath work, yoga, Qigong. So for me, it's like, a, oh, well, Qigong is lighting me the fuck up this month. So I'm going to practice that more. And then, oh, breath work's really lighting me up this week too. So I just really focus on like what my energy is needing to drink in and what's lighting me up and just being openly curious with that. And recognizing that we're multifaceted beings as well you know we're not the same every day and different things different things speak to us at different times and I think something like I find things like I find the word consistency quite problematic for me I mean I know that everyone says you know you need to be consistent type thing I find for me that consistency just doesn't speak to me discipline does and I feel like I'm a disciplined human I have a disciplined spiritual practice because I'm leaning into different spiritual tools or self-development tools or self-awareness tools all the time but I'm not consistent with the way that I do them I just follow follow it in terms of what lights me up what brings me joy and that for me is much more about 
practice and discipline, but just following still what lights me up. Yeah, totally. And I feel like with that, that's the case for so many people is like making themselves do stuff every day. And the energy behind it is like, if you don't do this, something will happen or you have to do this or like there's the wrong energy behind it. And actually these practices that we do, we, we, it's the energy that is behind it is also just as important as doing the practice, you know? So when you sit on your meditation mat, it's to connect to yourself, not your meditation mat, your meditation cushion, I meant, is to connect to yourself, you know? Or when you pull your cards, it's because you want to connect to your guidance that day rather than like, oh God, I've committed to this, I need to do this. Um, the intention behind it, I feel is very important. But at the same time, I think that some people, some people thrive and do need to be disciplined enough to do something every day and I think this is like an opportunity to get real honest with yourself of like when I've thrived previously in my life what was I doing because a lot of the time it's when people were sticking to something you know and this is just another example where everyone's unique and everyone's different and it's getting real honest with yourself as do I thrive being super disciplined or do I thrive you know weaving in and out of what feels good that day like I know I, I thrive being disciplined and as many times I've made the excuse, oh, that's not for me. Like I don't thrive. I want to be a bit more flowy. I actually really thrive when I'm disciplined. <laughs> so like I had to get really honest with myself and not use it as an excuse. But like yourself, I know a lot of people that that doesn't feel good and you're better off having this whole list of things. And it's like, okay, every day I'm going to do two of these things and whichever two I'm going to pick on the day as to what I'm drawn to. Um, and using your discipline in that sense instead but um, you know I feel like it is a a strong tool to have you know one to two things that connect you back to yourself every every day in whatever there's so many practices out there in whatever you're drawn to as well yeah something that you also mentioned early on was trust and self-trust much more specifically and I think it was in regards to feeling this, feeling any niggles and then trusting ourselves that that is showing us where we're meant to be. And I, I always find it fascinating with trust and really learning to trust ourselves. A big part of me trusting myself is following through with my word. And this is uh, in the book, The Four Agreements by Don Miguel Ruiz. He says, number one is being true with your word. And I find for me that that's a way that I trust myself. I mean, to use a tiny, tiny example the other day, I, um, I went to my favorite cafe in Brighton. Oh my God, he makes the best cakes. Fucking hell. So I couldn't decide which one I wanted. So I bought two different ones and said to him, I'm not going to eat both today. I'm going to save one for tomorrow. And I got home and I was like, oh my God, I could so easily eat both. But I was like, mm, but if I do that, I won't trust myself. As in, I've said something out loud of something that I'm going to do. And then if I went back on it, it would be like I was sneaking behind my own back, right? And I think like, that's obviously a tiny example. But what I mean is like, following through with our word is a way that we learn to trust ourselves. So if we say, right, I'm going to go to yoga three times this week, or I'm going to wake up early tomorrow and like mindfully drink my tea or whatever. And then we find ourselves actually making plans and not going to the classes or we find ourselves snoozing. We wake up and we have that sense of like, oh, I feel like I've really 
gone back on myself and I feel like I've cheated myself. And then we fall into those not enough stories of like, oh, I'm not a good enough person or I always do these things or I'm not consistent or whatever it is. I find for me that a way that we learn to trust ourselves on the big things and learn to trust our intuition on the big things is actually showing up for ourselves in a way that we have said that we will. Does that resonate with you? Yeah, I really love that. I really love that. And just like, as you were saying that, I was just thinking like of, yeah, a lot of clients that I've worked with and just how that self-trust has been increased when, you know, they stick to what they say they're going to do. You know, I'm going to meditate every day for the next two weeks or whatever. And it builds that trust muscle. I do see trust as a muscle. It's like the more you use it in whatever area it is, the more you build it. So, you know, with something like that, where you're trusting your word or your what you say you're going to do the more you trust other areas like it really is like a muscle that we use and the more we use it the stronger it gets like any muscle so for somebody wanting to start the journey of designing their own life of living from soul of leading from soul those two things that we have said in terms of really following what lights you up and just following the breadcrumbs of joy and then also trusting yourself like making making um I don't want to say making plans but making following through on what you say you're going to do for yourself and really anchoring into that sense of trust working with that trust muscle so that you can create the big decision so that you can learn to trust your guidance let's say yeah so those yeah so those two things of lighting us up learning to trust ourselves and then is there anything that you would add to that? Yeah, I would say, um, like I mentioned before about your vibration and just really also prioritizing that, you know, to be honest, this does come in hand in hand. If you're following joy and you're not doing as many things that were um, negatively affecting you and you're doing more things that positive affect you, of course, that will actually impact over time. But just being really aware of that and like doing more things that do bring you joy. Um, and the other thing I would say is to also be aware of like we were saying about energy flow and just all these ways that our that our intuition is showing up um you know whether or not you're someone that feels like you hear your intuition or all the other ways our intuition comes through to us energy flow is something everyone gets you know like you don't have to have been meditating for two years to be receiving that that is just there so I think that's a really a strong place to start listening to strong piece of guidance that to start listening to um and you know what the other thing I just really feel called to say is just to remember the power of yourself like the power of your soul that you are an energetic spiritual being and like to never forget how powerful you are and that you are supported here and you are supported by all of these forces and energy and spirit to be on purpose like you're not doing this alone and to just really remember that even if it's just like you know, uh, reminding yourself in the morning somehow, having some sort of thing that you read or listening to podcasts that make you feel connected to that. Whenever you feel like you've lost that connection, like making that a priority to just remember the size of you, like, gosh, like, oh, we're truly so infinite in our potential and so supported and, and so powerful. And I think we all just really need to remember that. Absolutely. I had a fi my final session with one of my clients yesterday and 
she said for the first time in the years that we've been working together on and off that she feels like maybe one day she'd like to work for herself. She'd like to be freelance. And I was like, oh my God, that's so exciting. You've never mentioned that before. And she was like, I never knew that it was available to me because no, it hadn't ever been on her radar. I was like, wow, it just comes back again to there are so many things available to us that we just don't even know exist yet. And I think just being aware of that and being curious and then being open to all these things and also something that came up for me of when you were talking was asking for help. And again, this is like a totally, this would have been like a totally foreign thing for me 10 years ago, like asking who for help, like what, like some person out on the street, like who are you talking about? But I think when we're feeling alone, and certainly for me, when I was at the beginning of really changing my life, I did feel really alone. Like I was like, everyone else seems happy. I'm not happy. And I felt really, really alone in that. And it felt like I had to create all these changes totally by myself But I think remembering that as everything that you've just said, that there's so much support available to us, both in the human realm of like saying to people like, I'm actually not okay," or like, I'm actually not happy. This doesn't feel like the life that I want to be living. And I really do need support in somehow getting myself into a different space. Like there's so much, so much help that it's available to us in the human realm, but also just on an energetic level. And it doesn't even if you are not at a place yet where you are connecting to your spirit guides or believing in angels, any of these things, I mean, obviously both of us do, and we speak to our spirit guides regularly. However, if that doesn't, if that doesn't resonate with you, but just posting those questions out to space, the universe, you know, like I ask, just asking for some kind of support. And I think that when you ask for help on an energetic sense, it allows your heart to feel more supported. And I think providing support to your heart also brings a lot of comfort. I mean, I read The Alchemist very, very early on in my quest for more self-awareness and more self-discovery. And again, just coming back to those like internal heart whispers and letting ourselves know that we are supported and that there is so much cosmic support for us here as well. Mm. I love that. I love that so much. And it's so true, you know, like as soon as I, as soon as I connect or uh, in some way speak to my guides, whether that is just through a channel, whether that is just through asking questions, whether that's through tarot cards or just meditations, I always feel so much love and we are so surrounded by that feeling at all times. And it is the opposite of loneliness. You know, it's the opposite of feeling isolated. It's just feels like you've been wrapped in a bundle of love quite literally. And so even if, yeah, you're not wanting to connect, it's just knowing that that is there for you and it's always around you and that you can ask and you can, you know, just put questions out there and whether or not you receive it, like I said, through a channel or whether someone comes up to you and tells you something, like it's amazing how they get messages to you, you know, like it truly is. So just knowing that they are there. Um, The other thing that came through when you were just saying that was you know, connecting with your soul, (laughs) like connecting with your higher self is one of my favorite meditations to do. But like, before I meditate, I just, I open myself up to my higher self. Like I invite through my higher self now, like, thank you for reminding me of your presence. Thanks for sharing anything with me I need to know right now. You know, like start to spend time in that energy because that's you. As soon as you can start to feel that frequency within you, like 
it's going to start to become you. And like, this is also just where like this, you know, you start to commune with your own soul, you know, truly and deeply. Um, So that is also available, like just calling in your higher self, calling in your soul and being in that frequency as well. And again, similar to when you call in your guides, you will just feel this huge amount of love that is always available because that is who you are. You are love. (laughs) Like that is the frequency that you are. And I think it's so important now more than ever to keep coming back to that place, because like I said at the beginning of this podcast, like the world can feel really messy right now and really chaotic. And there's a lot of noise. And at times it can feel quite scary because, you know, over the last couple of years with going into all these different lockdowns and all the stress that's been there, the world can feel quite a frightening place for people at the moment. And I, yeah, but I came into the beginning of this year feeling that stress and feeling of like, oh, the world feels like a hostile place right now. And that's not anchored in a sense of love. That's somehow where we've disconnected from a place of love. And I think then using love to bring us back into alignment and whether that is meditating just with our heart space being like, I've got you. I know that this is challenging for you right now. And Gabby Bernstein talks about this a lot, always coming back to love, like when we're in a place of fear or a place of lack or a place of scarcity, we've disconnected from love. So just asking ourselves the question, where is there an absence of love in my field right now? Or where have I forgotten to love myself? Or what would love do right now? Or how can I reconnect back to love? Like what next step would bring me back to love? Like any of these questions just to bring us back into that ultimate alignment and vibration with love. And we really can't make too many mistakes from there, right? I mean, that's what it comes back to all the time. If we can just align to love completely, then that's the road, Mm -hmm. right? Yeah, totally. Absolutely. And remember, you know, like love is one of the highest frequencies that exist you know and it is the same as everything in the universe so it's like we are going to naturally feel more connected more supported more in purpose more ourselves more authentic more everything when when we focus on that and it sounds so simple like when you say it you know and it sounds really obvious when you say it but it's it's like prioritizing that and it's remembering that when you're in the fear you know, because when you're in the fear, your mind works differently. And so it's not your go-to. It's not what you automatically think of. And that does take discipline to come back to that when you're in fear, when you're in that state. And that's not necessarily easy, but it's absolutely possible. And it's absolutely necessary (laughs) to, to do that and to remember. Yeah. And something that really helped me when I was, or something that's really helped me this month of, allowing myself to come, enabling myself to, or empowering myself to come back from that place of feeling like the world was messy and chaotic and hostile, was focusing back onto, well, what is the world that I want to live in? What is the world that I want to be a part of creating? Who's the person that I want to be? And you've said, we need to start creating what we want to live in as well. Like, can you speak a little bit to that? Like, I guess the I guess the question being what different world would we live in if we were all living from soul if we were all feeling in purpose yeah totally um oh my gosh this just comes back to like the only thing that we can control is ourselves that's just an absolute fact like that is all we can control is who we are in any moment what we're doing in any moment and how we're being in any moment like 
and that therefore you know like you said you are we are creating our reality and so you know at the moment the world's really in this place of seeing everything as it is and I can't remember why I heard this but it's like so stuck that our present like right now is just a manifestation of our past you know and so we can't stay here unless we just want to keep <laughs> keep everything happening again and again like we have to look forward we have to look to what we want it to become and who we want to become and start being that now and moving forward versus you know and I'm not saying this isn't hard but it's knowing that what is happening right now is a is a past manifestation like it is technically the past versus well, I want this to start happening in my life. I want to be this person and stepping in that. And if everyone was doing that, and if everyone was just coming back to their uniqueness, you know, when we, when we, when we really embrace actually who we are, we give permission for everyone to do that. You know, and when we remember who we are, we give permission for everyone to do that as well. And it's like, that is the world that we want to live in, is it not? You know, that this is what's going to start breaking down so many of the ways that the world is right now so all you can focus on is yourself and that isn't selfish because when you're in that space you then got so much more to give and you're shining this light on others and you're able to help others without even realizing it and you're able to give them permission to also do that without realizing it like think about how when one person smiles at you sweetly not in a weird way smiles at you how much that affects you you know like we know how much these little acts mean and if we were all just coming back to our authenticity we give and and our joy and our you know a higher vibration we are giving permission for others to do that and if we are focusing on what we want then that's also giving people permission to do that too and god like just how that would change the world that we are in right now is wild if more did that like truly and it's just I think really grounding into like all we can do is focus on us that is all that is all our job that is that is all we can do yeah and when and something that you know we always say is like when we come back to ourselves and when we focus on what we're doing and when we take on like radical self-responsibility and ownership to really bring ourselves back into full alignment and authenticity we give other people permission to do the same so it creates that ripple effect so it's like micro changes on the individual level creates macro results on the collective level right Mm -hmm. absolutely it really really does and I just don't think we sometimes realize the extent of how much that shifts for other people when you are doing something you know like hugely and so like I know you know from what I've experienced it's easy for people to think that looking after yourself and just doing you is really selfish but it's truly the biggest act of service that we can do. Like it really is because it is, like you said, it's a ripple effect. And if everyone was doing that, think about how many people that would impact. And that is literally when our life starts to change, That not our life, our life changes the minute we change ourselves, but the world, sorry, changes. Yeah. Whilst you were saying all of that, this, I can't remember where this came from. The biggest act of unconditional love is planting trees under which shade you'll never sit or something like that. And I guess that that is, that's what we're saying here of focusing on the world that we want to live in, that we want to create, that we want to contribute to and having that as like our gift that we're putting forwards for ourselves, that we get to live in that vibration, but also for the world in which we want to live in. 
you know, like using that analogy of like just planting the seeds to grow trees whose shade that we won't sit under, you know, like that's unconditional love, that's alignment, that's purpose, that's soul-led living. Yeah, I love that. And, you know, like (laughs) what just popped in was just like, if we, if we didn't think it would make a difference, you know, if everyone was just had this mindset, well, this is it now, like, just got to be in it, just got to deal with it, just got to put up with it. This would like, the world would never change ever. Nothing would change, you know, like every single innovation that's ever been created, every single groundbreaking change, it's changed for the better that has existed is purely because someone's like, knowing that they can affect everything you know like just that one person can make a change and and wanting that change like if we all just accepted everything nothing would change you know and that would be for our kids our kids kids on and on and on (laughs) so just as a final question like why why should we put in the work you know why is this why why is this work no longer something that it's nice to have in our life? You know, a bit of stress management through yoga and meditation. What, like, why should we be putting in the work now more than ever? Why is it, why should it transition from something that's just nice, like an added extra in our life to something that we really have a responsibility to bring into the world? Like, why is that important now more than ever? Oh, big question, Megan. Um, individually because like boy I feels like there's why why wait for you to feel in purpose why wait to feel fulfilled you know like we go through life like like we both did moaning for many years that what the hell am I doing and it's like why are you waiting like what are you waiting for like it's never going to feel comfortable ever you know like so why are why wouldn't you do it now I guess is my question individually and you know living in this way again individually living in this way is truly what leads you to your fulfillment like we were just saying you know if you're starting to do things with your mind and and thinking of where you want to go you are just playing so much smaller you know because you're only ever going to be planning or thinking you want something based on what you've seen in the past what you know in the past it's just the most limited way of doing things that you could possibly do and so like if you want to feel fulfilled in purpose you know and in love with your life in love with yourself like that's why you want to do this work why would you wait for that like literally what would you wait for that's just (laughs) on an individual level on a collective level obviously knowing that if we do that work individually it will affect the collective oh my God, it needs it. It's that simple. It absolutely needs it. I feel like we're at a tipping point where it's like, you know, especially the last few months, so much has unfolded and, you know, a lot more people are are choosing this path and have decided to choose themselves and, you know, their soul and what it is that they are being called to do. And I just feel like more than ever, it's needed because you know it really does feel like we're on the edge of something that could be a breakthrough (laughs) if this carries on you know like if enough people live from soul like this is what it needs this is what the world needs more than ever truly like this is it and this could be an incredible turning point as a collective um or it could stay like it is for a while (laughs) 
either way, the only way out is for this to happen is for more people to, to step into, you know, this part of themselves and to, gosh, yeah, just live in this way. So trust the niggle is bringing you into alignment, bringing you back to joy, (laughs) bringing you back to alignment, bringing you back to joy, bringing you back to love and bringing you back to your soul led living. Mm, Exactly. Trust the niggle. Isn't that Rebecca Campbell Oracle card? I think it is. It is. Yeah. 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 It is. I don't have the deck and even I know it's one of the cards. (laughs) (laughs) I do. (laughs) Right. Well, thank you so much, my love. I always love having these conversations with you. They're always Mm. so expansive and I could just sit here talking to you all day. Obviously, this conversation kind of came off the back of you launching your course, Soul Codes, Mm. which just makes my heart, my heart happy just even saying those words. So (laughs) do you want to just explain a little bit about what Soul Codes is? Because if this conversation has really resonated with people, then they might want to check out your course, Soul Codes. So do you want to just give us a little, little summary of what that is? Of course. Yeah. So Soul Codes is my brand new online course, which is ultimately all about connecting you back into your soul, like the essence that you are. Um, It was very magical. It was all channeled. It all came straight through me. And like, I'm not even joking, about 20 minutes, half an hour. So all six sessions, all of the codes. So each session I, I digest one of the codes one of the soul codes and the meditations, all of the practices, like it all literally came through. Um, and it very much feels like a gift that I was given. Um, but yeah, it's all about connecting you into your intuition, to your guidance, to your purpose, to understanding all of the ways that our intuition shows itself. You know, obviously I mentioned a couple in this episode, but it just dives so much deeper into this and to just really connect with you. There's also a module on moving through your beliefs that might be holding you back from making some of these steps. There's a module on my soul manifestation method. And there's also a module on just mastering your energy and your vibration. Because as I mentioned, your vibration is very important, has a very important part to play in all of this. Um, but yeah, essentially it's, it guides you to living a life led by your soul, magical life led by your soul where, yeah, you are in your potential and you, and you start playing to the size of your soul. All right, my love. Awesome. Well, I look forward to our next conversation. Can't wait. Thank you so much for having me on here again. I love you so much. Yeah. Ditto. Likewise. Big love. Oh, don't I just have the best friends? (laughs) Another amazing conversation with the awesome Sarah, who I feel so pleased and privileged to have in my life as an incredible soul sister, friend and constant inspiration. And if you felt lit up and tickled by the sound of her soul codes, if it was a full body yes and a big activation through your nervous system, then do check it out. All of the information is in the show notes and you can contact Sarah directly via her Instagram, which is again in the show notes. If you enjoyed that episode, then do press follow so that you can stay up to date with all future episodes. And I do encourage you to get in touch with me with any feedback that you have from any of the episodes that you've listened to, any questions. I always love to connect with new people and would love to receive your feedback and what you're loving so far. Do stay tuned for future episodes. I've got some awesome solo episodes coming up in the next few weeks, as well as some interviews with incredible guests, firstly on gut health and secondly on the path of self-love through yoga. So, so much magic coming up. 
Thank you so much for listening and sending you big, big love.